Episode 123, back in the building. Talking fast. Yeah, I'm going fast. I'm going auctioneer style. We're back at it like a craftmatic. Start the clock. There it is. It was a low beep. I didn't hear a beep. That was weird. I, I heard a very faint, ever, ever so slight on the beep. Okay. Well, there you are. Okay. We're going to keep this. This is going to be a power hour. Okay. Hour power nap. A wonderful thing. A thing I don't get to indulge in anymore. An hour is too long. A 15-minute nap, 20-minute nap. No, that's bad. You're back in biz. No. I, I like to call it the superhero, the Superman. You go in a phone booth, you sleep standing up. You come out like Superman. Now, anything over like 30 minutes and you wake up and you don't know what day it is. Yeah, but I mean, you've never taken, I'm going to go on record and say you've never in your life taken a 15-minute nap and been like rejuvenated. Not once. Not a single time. No, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> I mean, it's a lie what you said. No. no. What I said is a lie. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Let, w- moving on. <laughs> Shifting over. Uh, you fall asleep for, no, you fall asleep for like two hours on the leather couch out here and you wake up and you don't even know what month it is. You look like you got the absolute dog shit kicked out I mean, of you. I'm not disputing that. I'm not out here trying to say I took a 15 minute nap and, and, and came out like Rocky Balboa in oh, no. the 12th round. <laughs> no, no. I do it all the time. The, the, there's times where I actually pull over on the road from having a long day. I pull over. Uh, sometimes. Pull over. It's a cardigan. Dumb and dumber. Well played. <laughs> there you go. I, I pull over. As you know, in the Tampa Bay area, we're surrounded by a lot of water. Yeah. A lot of agua. I pull over, real nice scenery, real nice views. Scenic, there's, okay. There's, there's palm trees, there's waves crashing in. A postcard. And I just take a little 20-minute snoozer, kid. Really? Yeah, I like to take a snoozer every once in a while, every, every now and again. So I used to take a nap every single day, going back maybe like 10 years ago. Right. Nap every single day. I don't have that luxury anymore. Nah, man. I, the I, real world hit us. I nap like maybe once every couple months now, and I'm like, wow. Mind-blowing. Unbelievable. And then I go to bed. I mean, now I go to bed at uh, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. We don't need to know your whole sleep pattern, guys. Okay, this guy's trying you. to give us his REM patterns. <laughs> okay. Listen, drink your uh, caffeinated body armor here. You love those things. They're very good. All right, you love them. See, they're very good, and we got a bunch of them. Yeah, we did. We got a bunch of them for free. We did a little uh, sponsorship, uh, whatchamacallit, a deal. We did a little business deal with Body Armor, and now they're getting free promo because the stuff is really good, and we try to work with the brands that we rock with, and yeah. you rock with them. So there it is, organic. It's good for both sides. One hand washes the other. Now, something that I want to talk about right out of the gate, episode 123. We're, we're back up in this thing, hitting the ground, running. Yeah. You know? Uh, feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Let's go, Jamaica. It's bobsled time. Yeah. Wow. Cool runnings. Yes. All right. That's an interesting reference here. Uh, J. Cole. Okay. J. Cole album drops tonight. Tonight. So when this goes live, it, it will, will already, already be, be live. live. Yeah. Ah, okay. So this is going to go up tomorrow. We're, yes. We are recording this on a Thursday. So at midnight tonight, J. Cole drops. As you listen to this, it's probably sometime Friday or beyond yeah it could be a year from now it could that's be that's the way the podcast work exactly all right uh 93 till infinity it'll be infinity and that transitions right in to j cole all right Chip, we rapping ready? over the 93 till infinity beat and then still tipping yes sir yeah, la right. leakers sour milk just incredible this one has been uh, about 12 years la leakers making, shouts it's, to them yeah shouts to them some, i don't think time. this is gonna get flagged but let's hope i'm confident we're not gonna get flagged one of the greatest of this generation yeah and we are let's, here let's just fast forward it here let's i'm thinking you need about 20 seconds from there 
No, it looks like still talking, still talking. Nigga, check the score. This is chess. Better check. Wind in a little bit here. Okay. Here we go. Got to find the spot. Let's go. <clears throat> J. Cole, let's get it, baby. Yeah, rest assured. The best is here in the flesh, and that's for sure. The rest should wear my vest. I'm set for war. Nigga, press record. I send niggas to address the law. Same flow to Oof. put your neck to sword. The same flow to just undress your whore. Take over, nigga. Check the score. This is chess. Better check your ball. Who gave the world more fire? But I, I, I mean, listen, man. J. Cole's in his bag. I, I, I know you're not you're not really a J. Cole fan. I, I liked, actually, this freestyle. This freestyle is incredible. This uh, is awesome. Neck to sword is what I liked. And I liked that he said sword. Th- th- this is awesome. Like he's and an actual swordsman. I was having a swordsman, if you will. I like to really enunciate the W in sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to do it. It's like the L in Salmon. That I hate. <laughs> that is one of my least favorite things. Shouts to uh, John Salmon's little obscure NBA reference. There, there you go. Philly's finest. So J. Cole, I, w- I was talking with a friend recently, and I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't shitting on Cole. I was just saying that I liked his earlier stuff a lot better. And uh, Me too. Okay. And I was basically making the argument for Kendrick over J. Cole. Okay. I don't I don't I don't want to have that debate anymore. I just want to love both of them. And I can tell you right now. Listen. I think that that's valid. Okay. So, uh Cole's last album, I think for a lot of J Cole fans felt like it was a little bit under the bar. I liked it more than you did. KOD. Yeah, KOD. Yeah, you liked it more than I did. I liked it more than you did. But it didn't have crazy replayability for me. You and I talk about that a lot with music, like how replayable is it? You listen into it six months later. You listen to it a month later, yeah. six months, a year. A day later. A decade. Who knows? There you go. And so that's where you can really tell how good an album is, at least for me and my personal taste. If I'm playing it a couple years later, man, you know it was a banger. So with Cole... I can just tell. So I heard this. I heard, um, I heard something else from him. Was well, it, he put out interlude. He put out the. That's what it was. It was interlude. So I didn't like that at all. I see. I, I like that. And I was like, when I heard this, I was like, damn, this is good. He's when in I, his bag. When I heard interlude, I was like, damn, this is not good. I don't like this. No, I, I mean it's an interlude. You got to keep that in mind. But I, I, I thought I thought it was very good, and I can just tell with this album. I feel like J Cole is. He's back at it like a craftmatic. He's back at it like a craftmatic for people like us. Okay. Pe- people who doubted, people who let a little doubt creep in. Me. So you're saying he's. He, th- this freestyle is directed at you. Neck to sword. P- pay attention. Less reward. No stress. My only guess is that less is more. More or less. 100 G's in my dresser drawer. Ooh. I'm blessed. Hope I arrest. Don't arrest me for it. I'm new to it. My new crib. And that's dangerous. Let me just say. Don't. Uh, don't be uh, prodding the IRS because they'll come for your ass. Oh, wow. Buckets is like, sometimes you go into like almost like WWF, like old school, like wrestler promo. Nah, I don't think so. Like what, are you fucking Ted DiBiase? No, I'm just saying he's uh guy, guy's the million dollar is, man is, over here. Is he, don't prod the IRS. They'll come for your ass. Woo! Uh, I'm I, a crocodile wearing I mean, limousine that's a driving. Man. Wasn't there a tax man? Yeah, there was. Yeah. That was a real piece of shit. Yeah, what was he? What was he called? Was he called the tax man? I think he might have been called like the IRS or something. Okay. Right. Oh <laughs> shit! I just I just lost our spot. Oh wow. So my only point is, don't don't. Uh, I don't know what that word is. Don't try to egg them on. 
you know? The fucking James Brown sample, you're two ever. Times two, that's forever. More treble, meaning more high-end shit on your level. Yeah. Put the fear guide in, niggas, I'm pure devil. Walking contradiction, my description. Off the top magician, compositions, non-fiction. Shit it in the competitions, pot to piss and gone, uh. So long, uh. I'll tell you what, I do have a pot to piss in reference. Uh. Nowadays, a nigga be eating prawns. Fuck my bitch by the window, wave to the peeping toms, uh. Yes, I'm Carolina's. This guy's going nuts right now. This guy. He said pot to piss it. It's got to be one of the... I love when people say that. It's probably only been happening maybe three times in the history of music. It's Well, <laughs> the reason we like that is because that's a Mod Dukes reference. Yeah. See, relatability. That's what I'm all about. Shouts to my homie J5, okay? He put me on to a little piece of vernacular that I like to use. Okay. Isms. Which isms. means vernacular. Yeah, it's basically like your own little like language. Yeah, phrases and sayings and language and and Mom Dukes shouts to her as well. She's got isms. She's got isms. Yeah. Cool your jets. Um don't have a pot to piss in. Yeah. Uh what's another one? What's the haps? You know, she's got a few of them. So, yeah. uh shouts to her. We won't play this whole freestyle because again, you talk about prodding. You to oh, egging on. I don't uh, want to egg on Spotify. Spotify. Okay. Richer. Richer. Here we are, man. We're just here. So I, I'm really excited about the uh, the album. Okay. There you go. 12 Midnight Tonight. I'm going to be blaring it. Blaring it. Hopefully not too loud because I'll yeah. be sleeping. For, I'll be, have been sleeping for one hour. Wow. <laughs> Guy goes to sleep at 11. All right. Uh, I play a little Game Boy. Go to bed. <laughs> uh, it's not a Game Boy. It's a Switch. Same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Come on. Get, get, get it's your, a sideways Game Boy. Get, I mean, your te- get your tech skills no, up. No, 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 no. So I wanted to look at the track list real quick. Oh, is it out? The yeah, track list? Yeah, yeah, no, it's out. It's okay, out. So I, I, I'm getting all I'm getting all excited. So he went, J. Cole, a, he went J. Cole. a different route though, because like we said, the release dates kind of played out. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, better yet. So J. Cole, if you are on the Patreon page, yeah. patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. Uh I apologize. I'm sorry. For me? No, for me. Okay. You're a little too far gone. Okay. He, you know, he, I, he's, like, he's already not rocking with you. Like I said, I think that his first two mixtapes are some of the best things that's come out in the last 20 years in rap. Yeah. I don't think he's lived up to that potential. Yeah. That's not shots to him. I'm just saying it, how I feel. I think he's, I think he's definitely lived up to his potential. Um, let me see here. Well, what I, do you got? Track list? I, I just saw someone post the track. Here it is. Here it is, boom. I, I just saw someone post it. It was J. Cole. He posted it, which makes sense. So we're getting 12. 12 we're getting songs. 12. Here and we one go. one of them is interlude. And one of them is interlude. Okay. 95 South. Okay. Uh, it's a highway. Amari. My life, applying pressure, punching the clock, 160 mil. Maybe that's 100 mil, but it looks like a six. Um, I'm going to go with 160. Okay. More money. Yeah. Pride is the devil. Let go my hand. Interlude the climb back close and hunger on hillside. So there is no song called off season. There is no song. There is no title track. Okay. No, I'm excited about it. I'm very, very excited about it. Producers, man, some good ones on here. There's some really good ones on here. It's going to be good. It's, I mean, it, are you going to say some of the producers, or are you just going to go, yeah, some really good ones? Timberland, Timberland is one of them. Okay. 
There you go. J. Cole is another. Okay. He's a there great you. producer. There you go. He produced, I want to say, High Power, which is one of my favorite Kendrick songs ever. I didn't even know he pr- produced that, but that is a really good song. Yeah. yeah. I, by that, I mean, I think he did. So Now, I, will there be features? Well, n- normally, no, right? He's huh? a no feature guy. On this, it looks like no features unless he's leaving that part out. I would just love if Kendrick jumped up on a, on one of these. I mean, that'd be great. That's like kind of the, that goes against kind of J. Cole's albums. We'll see. Like he'll be on a feature, but he won't have you on a feature. All right. Colito. And I remember John Mayer one time tweeted that everybody gives like, you know, bigs him up for not having features. It's kind of like the Nas, his first album, no famous guest appearances, the outcome. He's crowned the best lyricist. I feel like J., uh, J. Cole's trying to do that, but it's like, yo, my guy, you can have a feature. We all still respect you. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Some guys like features and some guys don't. Um, you said something that I was just going to use to transition. Oh, John Mayer. John okay. Mayer. So during fantasy football season, I gave my weekly fantasy updates. Yeah. Trials, tribulations, my first official. I like to call it my first official fantasy football season. I won a championship. Yeah. I brought home the gold. Brought home the bacon, if you will. The hardware, they call that. Yes. And so now it's not fantasy season. Um, it's stonk season. It's the off-season of fantasy, which is the on-season of stonks. Exactly. You have off-season, word to Cole. Yeah. All right? And you have... Oh, man. So I want to say that this song is maybe the one that's getting us flat because you played in every episode for 10 episodes straight, and you play like three minutes of it. I don't think this is the one or we would have had more episodes flagged. <laughs> so just a process of elimination would say that that is a lie. The lie detector determined that was a lie. That's actually well done by you. I can tell you you're a good multiple choice test taker. Yep. Abracadabra, baby. You ever take a, you're doing a math thing, multiple question. Your answer is none of the four, but it's close to one. And you're like, it's that one. Yep. Story of my life. Huh. Talk to him. Ah. Like stonks are, it's, it's rough You're in the red It's as bad as I've ever seen it <laughs> It is a depression of sorts I'm in the basement I won some money I lost some money There's only one way to go up though There's only one way to go up I wish that were true You're in the basement You start digging Oh, You, you go deeper down Okay yeah there's the upper room. The upper room. Yep. Yes. Word to uh, Claude. And there's the- <laughs> Word to Claude. Word to life. And there's the lower room. Okay. <laughs> word life, kid. All right. We're getting very New York with it. So- <gasps> I'm from New York City, God damn it. You can't have my motherfucking cornbread. One of the greatest scenes in the history of cinema. I want to say life is a very underrated movie. Uh, I don't- I guess I would say it's underrated. It's a phenomenal movie that I don't actually hear anyone talking about. I never really thought about it because we've That's always- That's what underrated means. No, but we've always loved it. So I've never viewed it as underrated. But now that I think about it, no one's ever talked about it. Incredible movie, man. Um, Eddie Murphy's done some incredible shit. Like, I mean, you, Eddie Murphy's like the goat. If you look at Eddie Murphy's catalog, it's kind of brazy. I mean, he has a music album. Eddie Murphy, he made music, can sing, he can do stand up, he can act. 
He's a man. Top three Eddie Murphy movies go. Coming to America. Coming to America is going to be number one. I still haven't seen a sequel. I I don't think I want to do it. I I let that. I play it where it lies. Yeah, I don't think. I I, keep it on Amazon Prime. I say I'm never going to watch that. Yeah, I don't think I want to rock with that one. Um, I'm going to say Life is number two. I, I think Life is in the mix for me, bro. Um. Nutty Professor was nah, co- nah. no no Beverly, Fre- Beverly Hills Cops better than Nutty Professor. So that one's like a little bit before my time. I watched it. I don't really remember it. There, I feel like Judge Reinhold is in that movie. Maybe yeah, it's definitely a little before our time. But there's also Forty Eight Hours, which is like kind of the same movie. I feel like Forty Eight Hours is another what's one. What's the awesome. movie where he's got the lion? Star- uh, I, I'll tell you another good one. Trading Places. I'm not a huge Trading Places fan. Damn, not huge. Turn on. your back on Ackroyd. No, I don't, son of a I don't turn my back on Acro. I'm just not a huge fan of that movie. I make car parts for the American working man because that's who I am and that's who I care about. Yeah, Ray Zielinski. That's Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. I'm talking to you, Tommy Boy. Yeah. R.I.P. to Chris Farley. Yeah. Damn. We've lost some goats, man. Yeah, for sure. We've lost some real goats. I'm going. Yeah, I got to think about the third one. But, but, li- but life, life is, is definitely the top Life break. is in there, man. And- Something about Eddie Murphy. Teamwork makes the dream work. Unlike oh, this you, podcast where you're always screwing up my transition. You're saying Arsenio Hall? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Martin Lawrence. Oh, okay. Well, Martin Lawrence. Okay. But Arsenio Hall is great, too, in Coming to America. So is James Earl Jones. Dude, James Earl Jones. King Joffy Joe? The man. That fur he had? Not PETA approved. No, no. Very against uh, animal rights. Definitely not PETA approved, but you, you know I'm an animal lover. I, I, I am. But it was, a, it was a pretty lavish fur. Yeah. Damn. Wherever he goes, they throw rose petals. That's crazy. That's, um, I mean, imagine that. Maybe a little uh, extravagant, a little too much. For the, me, that'd be too much. It's not, like the way I like, it's not the way I like to move. The royal penis is clean, your highness. Wow. I talked about this on one of our early, early podcast episodes. When I saw that as a wee young lad, I thought, wow, that's, I remember asking Faja, I remember asking our pops, yo, can, can like, can you, can I swing that one day? Like, how, how do I, how do I finesse that? His answer was yes. Oh, wow. You know, if you, I, you know, that's that, that's that super royal, uh, gazillionaire life okay so no i'm gonna say you can't swing that yeah gonna no, say that no, was no, bad no. advice oh no it's very bad advice <laughs> not gonna happen no no pa i'm a papa <laughs> the prince and the popper yeah maybe go. maybe we should name the uh the podcast prince and the popper nah potpourri potpourri is a paparazzi thing. potpourri is a thing that you spray when you poop and i don't like it and here, I, I don't like that you, here's you the, find ways to talk about poop. I mean, on you every said episode. potpourri. So here's my thing with potpourri. I mean, potpourri is only a thing that's used when you poop. No, no, it's true. No, but it, here's no, my no, issue. potpourri is stuff that they put in the bathroom. You don't you don't spray it. No, it's a spray also. I, I mean, potpourri. You, you, can, you can get it. It's not potpourri. No, the spray is called potpourri. I've seen it. All right, listen. P o o dash. P-U-R-R-I. You're going too far. You also continue to give me this squeaky No, no, mine's chair. squeaking too as well. Damn. We got some squeakers. We paid like 150 bucks for these, man. Yeah, that's your, that's your problem. Actually, no, I, okay, wait, I think we paid 150 total. We got four of them. Okay. okay. Makes more sense. There we go. So here's what I'm going to say. The only issue that I have with uh, potpourri 
is when you poop and you use it and someone else goes into the bathroom, they're like, oh, this guy just took a shit and sprayed potpourri. It's it's like, it doesn't really, like, they need a potpourri that doesn't smell like anything. It just deads all the noise. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I, I, like, do you ever dude, go in someone's dude. house? Do you ever go in someone's house? This has gone too far. I'm saying, have you ever gone into someone's house and it smells like Febreze and you're like, holy shit, dude, you just sprayed this all over the fucking place. I know that it was a, that, that something was stinky in here, and you're trying to cover it up now. That's my only point. Uh, it's like you give yourself away by trying to cover up. Just open a window and, and just hope no one goes in there for like ten minutes. That's an interesting theory. <laughs> I'm just saying they've given themselves away. All right. If you if you I, I, that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. You're giving yourself away. I'm so <laughs> so. You're trying to do your due diligence. <laughs> yeah. Like a ninja, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a go ninja, go ninja. Yeah, I'm, go. Not, I'm not a public pooper. I just go away. <laughs> no one's gonna. I just go leave. ninja. Go. Was that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Wow. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Holy shit! I think Vanilla Ice became like a house flipper guy. I think yeah, he did like construction. He's big on the contracting work. Damn, he got into construction. Got into the construction biz. Worked yeah. with Tony Soprano. Yeah. All right. I mean, he wasn't really, no, he's waste management. Waste management. Yeah. All right. We did a TikTok, me imitating Tony <laughs> Soprano. <laughs> Didn't go too well. I thought it did pretty good. We got, we got like 5,000. 5,000 views. Yeah, it's not bad. Plays. I don't know. Not sure the way TikTok really works, but yeah. it was good. Hey. There's some funny TikToks, though. So. We're, we're, we're behind on the tech times right now. Tech stocks right now? Kid, in the poopery. <laughs> It's it's not going well. So you, so stonks are not doing well. That's, stonks are not doing well. They, dude, they are w- down about thirty percent. Would you say abysmal? I, I I would say horrific. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's not good. It's not good at all. I'm going to tell you something that is good. See Patreon. How, see how I did that there? Oh, Patreon. You want to do Patreon first? Mm-hmm. I was going to go with the next, but we'll do Patreon first. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. If you're listening to the podcast right now. That's where you can find more cool shit. Yeah. Uh, the visuals. The, I'm looking right at the camera right now, and you won't know that unless you're on Patreon and you have the visuals. There you go. The visuals. We got uh, uncivilized, a bunch of uncivilized stuff that we barely ever even really dive into and fully talk about, but uh, exclusive access, exclusive releases, uh, bonus podcast episodes. Yep. Um, I think I put a T on the end of that bonus. No. It, it happens. It does. We just did a collab. We just did a collaboration with uh, our two favorite coffee shops. Yep. One local here in Tampa, King State. Shouts to them. Uh, shouts to Nate and Tim and the boys yep. and girls over there at King State. Um, and then Deadstock out of Portland. I always want to say Oregon, but it's Oregon. I think it depends on where you're from. All right. Like, I just talked to a guy earlier today. He said Colorado. Colorado. And I was like, huh, it's an interesting way to say that. Maybe he's from Wisconsin. You I don't know. know. You po- never know. Shouts to Portland. Shouts to Ian. And Shouts all, to Deadstock. And all the homies at Deadstock. It was really, really dope. We got to collaborate on this t-shirt. We got to actually, your man's was in the mix. You're roasting. We've been talking here on the podcast about wanting to start Uncivilized Coffee for a very long time now. Yeah, your boy was in the mix. Yeah. I was back at it like a craftmatic. There we go. Even though it was my first time. I felt like I was back at yeah. it. Yeah. And let me just say, yeah, so you had the knack for it, right? So the homie Nate, um, who's co-owner of King State, he 
does their roasting. And let me just tell you, this dude is surgical with it. A wizard. Bro, he had a laptop like this hooked up with like a coffee bean heart rate monitor. It's they got they got the the roaster itself. You, you you're going. It's all kinds of analytics and notes and fragrances, and you're smelling this and you're tasting this. Would and you say he was like Walter White of the meth game, but of the coffee game? Hundred percent. So that same thing. Hundred percent. And Ian from Deadstock, different tactics and techniques, but an equal wizard in his own right. Okay. You know, so it, it was cool to see the two of them work. Obviously, I don't know anything about it on that side of it. So I was kind of just on looking. Yeah. Giving a bystander. My, yeah, giving my two cents when necessary. But I was more on the the grunt work. Okay. You know, and by that I mean we all kind of did grunt work too. You know, we it was all hand bagged, hand tagged, um, very, very limited run of coffee. So, you know. Soon we'll have a coffee shop and, and we'll be doing more collaborations. And, uh, but that was really, really dope. And we did something in person at King State, which was cool because, man, we haven't done anything like that since pre the COVID stuff. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of cool too. And it, it wasn't overly packed or anything, but it was dope to see people come out and, uh, and support and people really, really dig what we were doing. So yeah, that it was awesome. That was dope. And the coffee is delicious. Very good. Okay. Now. Oh, we got to do our Patreon shout-outs. Yeah. You sent me the names, as you often do. Here we go. So we do our weekly greetings and salutations. Mm -hmm. Also, I said bonus podcast episodes. I know the podcast got a little slow there for a minute. We were duking it out with Spotify and yeah. different things, but we're back on it. We're back at it like Craftmatic, basically. Okay, good. I'm turning into you. I'm just going to keep dropping that okay, line so, all episode. So is that the name of the episode? Probably. Okay, there we go. Back at it like a crap. So that's we like to call that the title track. Yeah, that's so you're a, doing it. So J Cole didn't do it. We are doing it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as good as J Cole. I I, I got to go with that. I got to go. I got to make sure the title track is on there. Okay. Uh, first up, Brian A. 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 Yeah, you got to give the freaking. Who's got the freaking gabagool? You got you got to say you got to say A like a good fella. Yeah. A. How you doing? There you go. Yeah. How you doing? It's uh. It's uh. It's Benny. Yeah. My name is uh. I was gonna say I was gonna go Benny Blanco, but Benny Blanco wasn't a uh he wasn't an Italian mafia guy. Yeah. Uh Charles Whirlinger. 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 That sounds like a German engineer from like I don't know. I was gonna say nineteen forty or I something. I was gonna say a, a pianist. Okay, you're going pianist. Yeah. A piano player. Maybe an engineer. Maybe German automotive. Maybe. Uh, and then maybe pianist in his spare time. Yeah, you never know. Okay. All right. Uh, shouts to Scott Gross. How are you? SG, also known as Shooting Guard, also known as the Knicks are in the playoffs. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, shouts to Greg Scott. Love it. We, you know, we GS. Love it. GS. So the we, opposite. Exactly. And also a dual name. Yeah. Double barrel shotgun on that two one. First names. Two first names. Two first names. Two first names or two last names. Both are dope. So the two last names always really like... I'm like, whoa. You meet a guy and he's like, hey, my name is Smith Johnson. And you're like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, it's excellent. It's a, it's it, it always it throws me for a loop. It, it, it's exquisite. Okay. It uh, it eggs you on. <laughs> Shouts to Kina Lynch. There we go. Kina, how you doing? Hey, how the frick are you? How you doing? Welcome to the pack, kid. And uh, last but not least is Jonathan K. Hedo. 
Oh, Cajero, I thought. What did I say? I don't know. Jonathan Cajero. That's what I'm going with. See, sometimes I got to let it marinate. It's like a good album. You got to let it marinate a little bit because it is a little bit, a little bit, and it was going to butcher it. And so I let it marinate, right? And I'm just like, damn, I can't really roll my tongue the right way to to do this name justice. But there we go. Yeah. You can roll your R's, though. Yeah. All right. R-A. Wow. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate everyone uh, rocking with us, tuning in, supporting. Uh, the family continues to grow. Yeah. So, Fa- fa- it's a family ting. Wolfpack, we all we got. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a grassroots movement. Definitely. The Knicks are a grassroots movement. Grassroot, one root. One root. It's a singular root. It's the four seed. It's in the playoffs. Okay. Kid. It's and a tree. It's blossoming. The New York Knicks. They're a four seed. They locked in the four seed. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So could they be the third, the three seed? I don't know. They can't climb to the three seed, but it, they, but the fourth seed is locked in. Wow. That's kind of interesting. I, they're, they're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. That's and they're host, and they're, they're hosting a playoff series. So they're the home team. So they're at least I the four seed. I don't think they're hosting a series. No, I think they are. I don't know if they're, are they locked into the four seed? Let's see. Let's see here. I mean, I don't know if they're locked into the fourth seed, but well, they're, they're, that's what like you kept saying. Sometimes I'll say something. I don't really have all the info on it. And you like continue to like push weird details that don't really <laughs> no, matter. I, I no, love the no, details. No, no, no I, I knew they didn't have a home game. They're, they're sixth right now. Okay. But they, they locked in. You, you, you throw me off with the four seed talk. <sighs> Um, or maybe I brought up the four seed talk. You said four oh, seed. I said four seed. I thought they they were a four seed at one point. <laughs> you said that it was the I was talking about the tree that was growing, the root, and you said four seed. Four seed. Uh, it appears the four seed turned into the six seed. Okay. So, um, I mean that's phenomenal though that we made the playoffs. And by oh, we, oh, it's incredible. I mean I'm not going to say we. The proverbial we. It's not me. I feel great for you though, Julius Randall. Guy's really good at basketball. Guy is doing his thing, as you know. I have been a Julius Randle fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. So when he was on the Lakers, when he, even when he was in college, I've been a big. To me, he has like some LeBron to his game, like he really does. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, LeBron said he may never be the same. That I don't like. Yeah, it's tough, man. You know, Bron. Bron has been in the NBA for more of his life than he's been out of the nba it's right there in the 50 50 though right i think it's i think it's a little bit now shaded to the nba well i mean he's been in the nba for 18 years this is his 18th season right and he was drafted when he was 18 right so i'm I'm saying it might be like a hundred more days but it's right there basically that's what i'm saying but it just now tipped over to the other side yeah the guy is an nba lifer so I mean, he's the type of guy, he'll always be around the game and stuff like that. No, for sure. And I think he has several more productive years. I just don't really like that he said that. I don't think he has a ton more elite years left. No? No, I don't think so. How long do you think he'll stay in the NBA, not being basically the best player in the NBA? I think he'll make that transition smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think he's already setting it up with AD on the Lakers. I think he wants to play with With, Bronny. Yeah. So... I could see him being in the league for another six years. Like I, I, I really, really could, but not as like the best player. No, he's not going to be elite. He's, he's not. He's not going to be the LeBron James that we've seen for the last two decades, five, six years from now. No, I don't think so. But um, no, I don't think five, six years from now. But I'm saying, I don't. That's that'd be a long time. For I him think to this year is pretty much a wash. 
Well, I thought so too until I went on IG. I went on Instagram. You think he's playing possum a little bit? A little bit because yesterday Ooh, he put po- Bronny playing possum. Yes, I like it. Yesterday, not Bronny, Bron. I, I call him Bronny. Yeah. Hey. I call him Bron Bron Bigelow. I got all kinds of different okay, names. Okay, okay, okay. That could easy. That could easy. So they uh unveiled the banner from okay. the championship banner from last year. They did that yesterday because they wanted there to be Laker fans in the stands. Right. And he basically had a whole long thing and he said, We're gearing up to defend this, et cetera, et cetera. So I think he's playing possum just a little bit. I think there's a little bit of chess going on. Yeah, he he, he may. He may. Um, it, it, it's kind of the excite. I haven't been as big on the NBA this season, which is weird because the Knicks have been really good and I have been excited about them. So excited that I know what place they're in, but <laughs> following it like a hawk, like a freaking hawk kid. No Atlanta. Yeah. So <laughs> Smith Johnson, how you doing? It's, it just, it started so quick. There's been a lot of injuries. It's kind of just been like, ah, the NBA, I've been pretty happy with how they, they've handled a lot of different things. I haven't really... I haven't really dug the way they've they handled, handled this season. Nah, this season, yeah, I just haven't really been feeling it. But the exciting part, other than the Knicks, is that it's wide open. Like Brooklyn's the favorite, of course, right now. With if, if Harden, Durant, and Kyrie are healthy, that's going to be a really hard team to beat. But man, you still got teams like the Bucks and the Sixers, and um, man, out west. You have, I mean, the Jazz have the best record. You have in the, the West. Jazz. You've got the Suns. You've got the Lakers. If LeBron and a- if LeBron and AD are, are actually healthy. healthy, they can beat anybody. Yeah. So, and I if, agree with that. And if they're not healthy, they can lose to anybody. You and, know? and they almost certainly will lose to anybody. You got Denver, although they don't have Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray got injured. That kind of Jokic is probably going to be the MVP. You think so? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been lobbying hard for Steph. Steph was my pick to be MVP last season, and then he got hurt. Yeah. I said it right here on the pod. So You put it on wax. I've turned into a big Steph Curry guy. I love Steph Curry this year. I've turned into a big Steph Curry guy, man. He's uh, he's really won me over. You know, well, number one, he's incredible at basketball. But, and also, like. A cool guy, nice guy. Well, he's definitely a nice guy. We've met him before, but the. The skill aspect of basketball, he's so superior at yeah. <laughs> that it's like he's almost like an alien. Yeah, and you and I obviously appreciate the the skill game, but one hundred percent. You know, when he came out of Davidson, I, I really wanted the Knicks to draft him, and we missed him by a, by a pick or two. I remember that. I remember being upset about it, and then I was like, oh, man, I was just a little bitter about it. You know, bitter guy. Okay, yeah, I was bitter, and then you know, Steph didn't light the world on fire nba wise right away yeah he got better and better don't get me wrong he when he came in it, it, was, was, a, it, was, awesome. a, it was a lottery pick it yeah. was a lottery pick but no but he wasn't like a star wild star for like until like four years right it, it, it took a little while man and i remember he had some ankle injuries if you remember that yeah. and i remember so much so that actually his second contract wasn't nearly as hefty as it should have been because he had some of that ankle yeah, stuff yeah. and whatever and then it's just now it's just ridiculous, dude. Like he, he's a video game. Like he he just it, it's well, crazy. He, yeah, he does things that no one's ever done before, ever. And it's not like 
Ever, from, ever, ever. And it's not like from an athletic stance, because a lot of or an athletic perspective, because a lot of times you see guys do stuff and you're like, wow, holy shit, that's the most athletic thing I've ever seen. Right. But with you know, Steph, the you're Zions like, of the world. Yeah. With Steph, you're like, that is the most skilled thing I've ever seen. For sure. You know, you see people like now obviously Braun is a nice uh mixture of both. Yeah. But you see well, for that matter, any of these dudes in the I mean, Zion is ultra skilled as well. But, you know, you see the LeBrons and the Zions and the Antetokounmpo's. And Dame Lillard is like that, too, like wildly skilled. Oh, yeah. He's very, very skilled. I thought you were saying the freak athlete. And I was like, oh, he's a pretty good athlete. But no, no, I no. I wouldn't throw him in that. No, no, I wouldn't throw him in the Zion. LeBron oh, no, no, no. I'm talking skilled. Apologies. Yeah. No, there, I mean, and, and there are some really skilled guys. But, man, Steph is just, he's out of this world, man. He, he's an alien. He's from another planet. And I want to see him get an MVP. And I'll tell you what, man, if if you got to play the Warriors in the play-in game, in the play-in game, dangerous. Oh, Steph might give you 50 on the head top, yeah. kid. You know, he he really might do it. And you and I have talked about this before. When Steph is really in his bag bag, he's like he almost has that middle school kid at recess vibe yeah. going on. Like that's his energy. And I think it's so dope. He's smiling. He's not talking crazy shit or or out there growling and barking at people. He's just out there frying everybody and laughing about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the kid at recess that is way too too good. He's so much better than everybody. And uh, that is Steph Curry. And I'll I tell you what, you, we, we talked about life being underrated. I'm going to tell you an underrated basketball player. Steph Curry? No. Um, although I, I think people know, him. I think people know how good he is. He's a, he's a top ten basketball player of all time. Um, but his brother, yeah, Seth Curry, Seth Curry, bro, he can hoop. That, Very, that is a hooping ass family. My man Dell Dell had the flat top back in the day with the Hornets. I want to say he had like one like gray patch in the flat top. That sounds accurate. And I want to say that that makes him a style icon, in my opinion. Yeah. That's like the Corella DeVille. Like, you have, like, the one gray streak that you just leave there. Yeah. I mean, you say, yo, I'm not touching the gray streak. And then Wiz Khalifa brought it back, you know, with, with the blondie. With the blondie. Yeah. You know, things come full circle. Yeah. Okay. Wh- where are we at on time here? We're approaching 40 minutes? Yes. All right. Uh, oh, wow. I didn't even think about the uh, Patreon suggested topics. I guess we should get to those. Yeah. Or what? Yeah. Any, anything else you want to talk about? You want to give us a story? You want no, to no, give no. us some life advice? V for the week. Baysmore, Bradley Beal. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I, I saw some people saying that Bradley Beal overreacted. I don't think so. I I, I thought, you know, it, it was, I wasn't mad at Baysmore for, you know, riding for his guy. Yeah, yeah, not and, at all. And, you know, that's what he said. He was like, yo, it's SC30 over here. Yeah. Like, so, like, I understood it, but I also understood why Mr. Beal took offense to it, you know, um, especially because he tweaked his hamstring, and I'm sure he was frustrated, and because him and Steph are both going after that scoring title. Yeah. And it is a big deal. It really is a big deal. And, man, both of those guys, like, they've been out of their mind. You know, we in sports, I think there's a, a, a tendency – if you're a Curry fan, to be like, oh, I don't like Beal. Because, oh, really? Yeah, well, because they're duking it out. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it a bunch. We've seen it with, uh, you know, 
Kobe and LeBron. No, right. The, if you're a Kobe fan and you had to hate Bron, yeah, or were, like Jordan and Bron, but for sure. But I don't, I don't necessarily wasn't well, aware. Of, Jordan and Bron are, are are much different eras. But even like, uh, I don't know, like when the Warriors and, and Cavs were going at it. It was like, you know, you couldn't be a Braun guy and a Steph guy. Yeah, for sure. So I, I was not aware that there was a uh, a lingering beef between the two fan bases of Bradley Beal and, and I, Steph. I, I don't think it's anything too crazy, but I think, you know, those who want to see Steph get it okay, yeah. are like all, you know, pro-Steph and, and vice versa with Beal when both of them, man. And you know something that's interesting about both of those guys, and, and then we'll move on because, you know, I don't like to get too basketball-centric. I can talk about basketball for hours, kid. For freaking hours. Freaking all freaking day. Is that both of them were very good when they came into the league. And they've got better yeah. and better and better and better and better. A lot of times we see guys come into the league and, man, they fizzle out really quick. They don't get better. They don't improve. So uh, that's all I wanted to say about that. Okay. Are you positive? What's that from? It was a bad impression. Uh, I don't know what the, is that Marissa Tomei? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bad impression. Wow. My cousin Benny. The two what? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. I got, oh, wow. Podcast topics, 33. Okay, going to have to speed round them. I'm ready. Holy. I was born for this. All right. The so hour power. Can, Here we go. Can we get through 30? We'll, we'll say 30. Can we get through 30 of these in 20 minutes? Let's see if we can do yeah. it. So we got uh, about, what, 40 seconds per? I don't know. Robert Martin. What's up, dudes? Been watching since the rooftop review days. Was wondering what other sneaker YouTubers you guys watch, if any. Uh, just got off a FaceTime call with the homie Cousteau. Yeah. Uh, love Cousteau. Love his content. Think he's an incredible person. And uh, Stand-up guy. Stand-up guy. Honor to uh, call him a friend. Uh, what other sneaker YouTubers? You know, I, I think a lot of the people that we started with, there's kind of like a camaraderie. It's almost like... In school, like it's our class, it's our class, yeah. You know, so, um, the guys like Tony D, Tony D and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But you know, to be honest, we're so busy with the sneaker stuff. Like when we first started, we watched all sneaker reviews, yeah, yeah. You know, we were watching it all, and now it's it's very rare because we're working all day on our own videos and yeah. then we're doing uncivilized stuff and we're recording a podcast. And it's like, when I get back to the crib, I want to watch mayor of East town. Yeah. Great you know? show. Great show. I started watching that. Uh, handmaid's tale is back on. Um, don't like it at all. We can get into that in a second. Yeah. Handmaid's it's intense. I, I, I'm off of it. I, I'm going to say we're off to a little bit of a rocky start here. I mean, I'm doing great. I don't You're doing so. bad. You're doing poorly. So anyways, there's my answer on that. Okay. Uh, Richard Jernigan. What up, fellas? Two sports topics. The highly likely LeBron versus Steph matchup in the play-in tournament. Crazy, considering their finals rivalries just a few years ago. Is this good for the NBA and fans? I say yes, it's very good. I would be very weary running into Steph Curry. Yeah. Like, I would, you know, then again, I'd be very weary running into a healthy Bron Bron. Yes, for sure. But I will be tuned in. Uh, next part of the question. Wow, did I jump somehow jump down here? How did that happen? Oh, wow. I guess I was taking them from the bottom. Wow, you're a wild guy. I'm a super wild guy. Um, and then the second part is, what would be your move as the Green Bay Packers president? Devontae Adams just said A-Rod not being there would affect his decision, and he's in the final year of his contract. Yeah, I would try to do anything I could do to make it right with Rodgers. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened, and I don't think anyone's going to know what happened, really. 
but obviously Aaron Rodgers is like top five, top three. Like it was like MVP candidate this past year. Guy's awesome at for football. sure. You're talking way too long. You're not doing a good job. Wow. The, holy, I'm just saying this is not holy freaking shit, buddy. This I'm is saying not, you got to keep the, you. You, you got to keep the guy. That's all I'm saying is you. No matter what, you got to keep the guy. I don't know what you did to piss him off. Why he wants out? You got to get him back. You got to get him back. You got to win him over. Serenade him. Send him flowers. Send him cheese. Those send cheese him, heads. Send him one of those charcuterie boards. I Very good. Those are pretty trendy right now. Um, so that's my answer. Okay. So we're going from the bottom up on these. Uh, Jonathan Cayetto. Okay. That, see, there we go. You let it marinate. There we go. Grilled cheese or PBJ. Jonathan, don't make me pick. Keep up the good work, fellas. Hope all is well. It really I mean, depends I'll, on my mood. I'll pick easily. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, not, I'm gonna not go even close. I'm gonna go PB and J as well. But I'm telling you right now, you, I, I've noticed over the years that y- y- your culinary uh, taste sucks. No, that's not true. Is that a, a good grilled cheese? You get some nice sourdough bread. You toast it up. You get it real nice. I mean, you fry I, it I, up. Y- 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 that's all besides the point. I don't give a fuck about any of that. You put the iron on top of it. <laughs> okay. You get it real good. You put some different cheeses. Maybe a little pepper jack. But I, I, I am going to say gorgonzola charcuterie board. No, you don't just, put you don't put the gorgonzola <laughs> on it. No, some no, no. brie. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what we talk about a lot: overrated, underrated on this show. Okay, yeah, yeah it's a show now. Gorgonzola uh, overrated. Gorgonzola, I don't think it's rated that highly. Brie cheese sucks, no. and I want it off my charcuterie board. <laughs> and the thing is, at some different family functions and such, you and I live together. For those of uh, people who don't know. And um, we we go hard on the charcuterie. <laughs> we do go hard on the charcuterie boards, which I'm cool with. But we got to keep the brie no, out, no. out of the mix. No, no. There's one of the best things on our charcuterie boards. It's the croissant. It's the Pillsbury croissant. You take it. You unroll it. Okay, this is a hack. For I, I've, I've never seen this. You've never seen it. I, I've never seen this. You're so all does it all the time. We also don't have time for this. Okay, I'm just. I mean, we don't you're have shitting on Brie. I gotta, I gotta take a stand. You're yelling in my ears. I gotta take a stand. The, 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 I gotta stand up for Brie. Brie sucks ass. No, it doesn't suck. Goat ass. cheese, phenomenal. Yeah, for, uh, very good. Phenomenal. Nathan, Would you say goat cheese is the goat cheese? Um, you know, I'm actually gonna go. I, I'm gonna go real nasty with it. You know, I know people are gonna think I'm a scumbag. Yellow American. Okay, I'm going Fuck yellow off. American. Fuck but, off. But but you're talking to a man who thought a good dish was, and I'm not even talking about as a kid. It was it was born as a kid, but uh, it was uh, conceived. Yeah, thought the, of the the, the 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 masterpiece at when I was a wee young lad. Okay, well, cooking for myself. Spit it out, kid. As an adult, I still do it. Fried bologna. I melt a piece of Kraft yellow American cheese on top of it, and then I fry an egg and put that on top of it, okay. and, I, and I eat it. It's a pretty healthy meal. That's so, not healthy. It's low in carbs. It's. It, it, I mean, that's. It's relatively healthy. That's like when people are vegan and they're I like, know, it's not healthy. And I they know. eat a and they eat a whole like roll of Oreos. Richard. Richard. Okay, Nathan McReynolds, the future of the uncivilized brand. Everything you guys have put out has been just absolutely amazing. Thank you. Fire emojis. I really see you guys growing with this brand. You're going places, kid. Nathan, we appreciate you. Uh Nate Dog, R.I.P. Yes. Um, and thank you. Yeah, we're gonna try to take it to where we can take it to. Taken to the freaking top, kid. The upper room. Yeah, there we go. Hopefully not the uh, the lower room. Yeah. Yeah, ho- hopefully it doesn't go where the stonks have gone. 
Chris Collins, you have to impress business clients over dinner, but forced to take them to a fast food joint. Where are you going and what are you ordering to impress them? This is an easy, easy, easy answer. Shake Shack. And I'm getting them a double shack burger, kid. Okay, so I don't think that that's, I don't count that as fast food. That's fast food. That's bro. luxury fast food. It's fast food. Okay, but where are you going with? You're going to take them to Arby's. You, no, I'm, I'm just going to say, anybody to Arby's. I'm just going to say, and I don't want you to be offended by this, but it, you always know someone's going to offend you when they say that. Yeah. Hey, respectfully. Yeah, all due respect. All due respect. You look like an Arby's client. Okay. You have a mullet, you got a mustache, like you, you're Arby's out. Arby'd out. Okay. Yeah. We've got the meats. Okay, so I don't think so. That I look like an Arby's guy. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. Okay, I don't want I don't want I'm gonna get some hard bite bitten brothers to go to work on the homes over here with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. Yeah, Ving, you should have stayed away from Arby's. I, I hope you got the bag, kid. You definitely got the bag. I mean Pusha T was involved in that. Yeah, but how much of a bag for you to co sign Arby's in the Meat Mountain? Me, I'd do it for a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks? Yeah, I'd do it for a hundred bucks. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm a cheap hire, kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where, where are you taking them? I'm going to say, I'm going to go to Wendy's. And I'm, <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> good, good. More for us. And I'm going to say, I'm going to get the chili. <laughs> what are you doing right now? They can do whatever they want. I'm going to do the chili for 99 cents. I'm going to get the spicy nugs for 99 cents. I think it's like a four for four deal. I haven't been wow. I haven't been to Wendy's in probably ten years. And that's where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Not to a fast food place that you've been more recently. Well not not where uh uh now I'm sure they still have chili. I mean, does Chipotle count as fast food? Yeah. So I don't think so. All right. I don't think it is. Wow. And I don't think Shake Shack does either. Like you always do, you're getting too sub genre no, no, specific. I, I love the genres. That's the way I do it. You over genre eyes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, those gotta, business we, clients are no longer business clients. We got after. 11 minutes. Lazy days. Favorite vinyl record you own or would like to have? Well, we just jumped into the space. Yes. We just jumped into the game. I'm going to say Biggie ready to die. Yeah, which we have. Shouts to Bayou Grooves. Shouts to Bayou Grooves. Blessed us with some, some vinyl luxuries. And uh, I'm hooked now. The Chosen Joe. Sadly missed out on the coffee shop drop. When is the next one as a coffee roaster? I was hyped for that. Until next time. Uh, Chosen Joe. I like your name, by the way. It's uh, a double entendre. And uh, no set date right now, but we're already talking to King State and Deadstock Coffee um, about running the back and doing something, um, you know, even cooler. Further. Yes. The sequel. Yeah. Richard. Richard. Anvil O'Keefe. If you fellas could cruise the streets in any whip you wanted, price don't matter, what would it be? Al Camino. Uh, Cybertruck. Okay. I like the Cybertruck thing. I'll go. Uh, right now, I'm getting, I'm pretty big on G wagons. Yeah, you're really pissing me off with that. Yeah, I'm gonna go G wagon. You know, I, I you know I heard about the tax write off over six thousand pounds. You can register it as a work truck. You know, I'm trying to finesse something. Yeah, really pissing me off. Trying to finesse something, can't afford it, but you know, I'm gonna dream of it. And uh, but my dream car is the '96 Impala, man. You know, the Dope Boy Special. Okay, the '96 Impala is just a beautiful automobile. Uh, okay, AK Blair. What's up, DJ Foamy Foams and the Raconteur Extraordinaire? I don't know what that, I don't know. I'm probably not pronouncing R- it right. Raconteur, maybe. But I don't, I don't know, I what, don't that know what that means. Young Buckets Esquire. Has there ever been anything your family did that you thought was normal but soon realized no one else does it? We all we got. Uh, AK Blair, let me tell you something, all right? 
a lot of things. Let, let me tell you a little something. So we've talked about it before, but air conditioning, you, you, you and I, we've, we, we grew up, we kind of had a pot to piss in, but also not really a pot to piss in. Uh, you grew up uh, on the poorer side of things and um, now still had a great childhood. Yeah. Have a great family. Uh, great parents. We love them both very much, but not a lot of money. And so I think from that comes different things, man. You know, um, different meals. You know, my bologna meal that I talked about, uh, we did, um, uh, you know, for us, uh, you know, a bit of a luxurious meal was hamburger, ground up. Yep. What else? Rice, yes. white rice. And what was the third? Canned corn. Exactly. Canned corn. Man, if we had that, and I thought, I just thought, yo, this is just a, a specialty dish. Yeah. And then I started realizing this ain't a specialty dish. No. But fortunate because obviously a lot of people have it much worse. I, I, I guess I'll go with. I got two things. All right, hit me. So one is applesauce on pork chops. No, that's a real thing. So I thought that that was a real thing. And some people do do that. It's not like we're the only people that do that. But I've done that with people, and they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, nah, that, but that—that's that, a pretty common thing. So that's out. Next. No, no, I'm just saying that—that's not that common of a thing. There's people that are listening to this that don't know what that is, but I'm telling you, it's delicious. It's very delicious. And the second thing is air conditioning. We didn't—we didn't have air conditioning, I, and and then I would go to my friend's house, and they would have like air conditioned units, or or even the central air for the fancy no, peeps. I didn't even know, but that didn't even register to me what that was. I didn't even like, wasn't even aware of central air conditioning until I was like 15 years old. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell a little quick story. I think I've told it before, but I'm not sure here on a podcast. And that is we were living in an apartment at a time, couldn't afford to pay the rent anymore, had to live in a trailer park for a short time. I'm talking this trailer that we lived in was small, small. I'm talking like smaller than Eminem, eight mile small. It was like, I probably could have lifted the front of it up. Like Arnold. Yeah. I mean, I could have just like went, Arnold and twins. I could have went full Terminator mode. Yeah. And it was, you know, we, we got a big family, you know, we got a big family and a tall family. And so there was like a little diner booth bar in the kitchen area that you could flip the kitchen table over and between the little two diner booth things it became a bed yeah but it was so small so we basically didn't have enough beds and our parents slept in a tent outside i still remember my dukes uh you know uh, to build a tent properly yeah, yeah. you got to put a layer down between you and the ground or water and all kinds of stuff can come in. Well, it, it happened to rain that night. And, well, you also uh, got to put a cover on it. You got to put a cover, but you, you, you got to put that, that lower layer. And uh, I think the tent got a little wet. Flooded. A little bit of a flood. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. So that just gives us some perspective. Some insight. Um, yeah, exactly. You and I know what it's like to uh, have uh, no hot water. I actually no running water even in the in the shower. So, you know, you get a, a bucket or a pan of water, right? You boil a pot of water. You boil a pot of water. You 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 
can mix it with some room temperature water to to make it stretch. Yeah, you can, then you get a whole bunch of like just better than room temperature water. Yeah, and you you mix it in. You basically got now a big ass bucket of warm water. You got a cup, and you'll dump a real. You 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 dump up right. You know you get you know this this thing on uh, Instagram of uh, these photo dumps. Yeah, this is what we call a bath dump. All yeah. Right? A Although, cup of water right on top of your head. Right on top of the head. You know, get yourself, uh, you know, uh, moist. Yeah, I wasn't going to use that word. That's yeah, not a great word. And then... You wet your whistle. And then... Oh, don't like that one either. And then <laughs> then you lather up. You get the soap. Yeah. All right. You get the soap. Uh, a bar of ivory soap. Yeah, straight bar to body stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and then you take the water and you dump it and, and you clean yourself off. Yeah. Only problem became... You junk, you junk kid. It's a little difficult. What do you do with the wiener? <laughs> what do you do with the balls? You dunk them. You dunk them. <laughs> you dunk them in the cup. You dunk them in the cup. <laughs> That's what you got to do, and that's why you can't uh, share the cups. Yeah, because uh, you know. It's the, the, but you got to have your own cup. You got to have your own cup because you're putting your balls <laughs> in the cup. So that's the that's the title. Of that, that's the title track. That's the title of this episode. Yeah. What balls in the cup? No, nah, we're not going to do that, but. I'm just I'm I'm setting some scenery. Okay, we got three and a half minutes. All right, so we did well. We we, we got through uh, about four of these. So um, those are just some things. The, 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 uh, just setting the mood, G- giving you a little ambiance. So yeah, our, our 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 family had a lot of things, you know. Um, I mean, the air conditioning, the box fan dad putting the box fan and it was actually blowing out of the window and he would say it was sucking the hot air out of the house oh he was big on that and then the cold air could come in and i would always think wow this is such a weird idea this isn't getting any cooler and then one day you took it out of the window and just pointed it at our at our bunk beds life changer it it was like the best day of my life i was like what then i was so game changer i was so mad that i had endured all those hot nights and we could have just been blowing the fan directly at us and and what does he say to you if you complained about being hot i take a cold shower take a cold shower it'll bring your body temperature down and and guess what we had plenty of cold water we had plenty of cold water most of the time and uh there you go and you know what he was right it is science it will bring it'll piss you off but it will bring your body temperature down and you'll be cool for the next 30 minutes yeah so then you start sweating again. Then you start sweating again. There you go. Uh, Simon Holden. What's up, dudes? Much love to the pack. Foamy, would love to hear your top five R&B sad boy songs growing up. Got to go with Bone Thugs, Crossroads. That's a great one. Uh, Puffy, I'll Be Missing You. That's another great one. Uh, Black Street, Don't Leave Me. Uh, I, for some reason, that one doesn't ring a bell, at least not by the by the name of it. No diggity. No diggity's a good one. Not a sad boy joint, but... And this woman's work, wow, Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. this is Maxwell. Uh, keep up the great work. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. All right. You ready for it, DJ Foamy Foams? You know, honestly, I'm, I'm hesitant now. I, I don't know what I can play. I think we can play a little bit of it. All I know is we can play John Mayer, yeah. apparently. Um, He's not coming for us. No. Thank you, John. John, thank you for being the soundtrack and the theme song for our stonk career. For our stonk demise. Yes. So I got a song. I got a very sad boy song. Okay, what is it? Um, I forget. I don't know how to say the guy's name. Eamon? Eamon? Oh, that one from way back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he was very F- upset. F-U-U, I, I don't want you back. Oh, yeah. I, he was I, upset. I don't know if that's a- uh, He's sad. He's upset. I don't know if that's a- um, He's maybe a little aggressive. I don't know. 
I thought I hit the note pretty good on the first one. Yeah, you did pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. Dude, Macbos is so good. What a beautiful voice. Um, okay. Just, just again, yeah. I'm, I'm an ambiance setter. Yeah, yeah. You're just wetting their whistle. Mm, I don't like that one so okay. much. Uh, <laughs> Keithan. Oh, 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 but so for the top five R&B Sad Boy songs, I got to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Let me compile that. That's, that's a tricky one. Yeah, that's not a speed round. Uh, that's not speed round worthy. Keithan Schwan. Mm-hmm. Schwanny. Fellas, would love to hear your thoughts on M.A. Leon Dior. I always butcher that name. I'm sorry. I wish I could pronounce it better. And uh, Teddy Santis taking the role as creative director at New Balance. Feelings, opinions, still rocking with New Balance. Um, I honestly didn't know that. I did know that. I mean, he's going to do great things. He's done great things with ALD. He's going to continue to do great. Like, he didn't step down from ALD. Yeah. He just took. Damn, I, have I been sleeping under a rock? How did I not hear that? Um, but I will say, yeah, it should be dope. And I love New Balance. I, I've been a New Balance guy for a long time. So we will see. Yeah. Zach Weatherly. What's up, my brethren? Hope you are doing well. Wanted to see if you have a preference on dill or sweet pickles. My buddy and I had this debate and thought you might have some input. Also, any opinion on Skizzy Mars, peace and love? Um, I'm going dill pickles. I'm going dill. I don't really know too much about the sweet pickles. I, I bang with the sweet pickles, too, but it just depends what you got, you know? Like sweet pickles, um, but I, I, I'm going dill. I'm, keep, I'm, I'm keeping it classic. Yeah, I'm keeping it classic. That's what I'm going to do. That's how I do it. Yeah. Dill, baby. Wow. Kosher dill. Yeah, definitely kosher. What what's the brand? Clawson? Ah, yeah. I think I, think I have with the Clawson. I think I have with all of it. Um but there's a stork on one of the brands. You yeah. going ba- you going baby dill? Nah, I'm going I'm going whole dill. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm going but, with the but, whole dill. But the quarters. What they're quartered. I don't like when it's a whole I don't I'm not I'm not into the whole <laughs> The, whole, the pickle? whole pickle. I like them quartered, kid. All right, you're getting weenery on me again, but but I, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying I I'm like good with the whole pickle. pickle. <laughs> okay, I'm good with the whole pickle. Thoughts on Skizzy Mars? Never heard of them. You're not a Skizzy Mars guy, huh? I, I have heard of him. I wouldn't be able to name a joint. I I, I want to say he is a uh, Harlem rapper. Okay, wow, so love him. You, you know, you got to get on your. Um, I got to get updated. I got to update the uh, the inventory. Yeah. Now, can we? Um, here we go. I'm trying to look at the most recent project, and I'm not seeing much. You can probably just play the top song. Yeah. Um, top songs. Let me see here. See what we got. Um. All right. Skizzy, where are you, guy? Skizzy, where you at, kid? Yeah. Some of the stuff is a little bit older. Yeah, I guess we'll just play we'll, just play the top one. Play play the top, John. See what we got. I'm like it so far. So far, so good. Rolling down these desert hills. Rolling up these dollar bills. And the drinks that we've been drinking strong as fuck, girl. He's got kind of an emo voice. Montclair on the city's getting colder. I, I want to say this guy's not from Harlem. Um, I, I, was, I was getting a little Harlem vibes. I, that not a traditional Harlem rapper. Hey, man, you know, music is. It, it at one time, New York City had the influence everywhere. Yeah, 
and not necessarily everywhere, but a lot of places. And now you're starting to see, you know, places like Atlanta and Houston and some of these other places actually, New York. actually influenced New For York. For sure. But I'm just saying that didn't sound, that wasn't like a traditional Harlem rapper. When you hear that, you're not like, oh, that guy's from Harlem. I could hear it in the voice a little bit. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> there, were, there was a feature on that. Imagine it wasn't even him. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, nah, I, I definitely heard a little Harlem in that voice. What else we got here? This one's called Girl on a Train. Okay. We'll listen to that one. We'll listen to that one. Oh, I want to listen to this one. Okay, so I hear a train. I like it. Reminds me of a time. I, I, I want to say I actually have heard this dude before. I just I met this pretty girl yeah. on a train. Yeah, I've heard I fell this. in love before I even got her name. And I didn't even know where she was going. But she broke my heart when her stop came. So it's, it, it's um oh, on the L with some headphones on. There we go. We know the L train well. So it's, uh is this emo Harlem rap? What is this? It's it's very emo sounding, for emo, sure. Emo Harlem. All right. I'm rocking with it. Uh, okay, what's next? Are we, we're over an hour? We're over an hour. Man, I don't, I don't really want to rush through anymore. And let's do two more. Two more. Two more. Let's do it. Two more. But that guy, Skizzy's got definitely an emo voice. All right. You're getting emo vibes. All right. Um, boom, boom, boom. What do we got? I want, I want to get, there's some long, uh, topics in here. Uh, Hamza. Haven't heard Born in the Bodega, but raised like Mowgli in a while. Hamza, this one is for you, my friend. Uh, DJ Foamy Foams, a.k.a. I was born in the Bodega. They raised me like Mowgli. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? There you go. You know, or do you need, Or do you need more? Yeah. Is there something else you're looking for? The best lyric in that song is... is uh, is is it hard being so hardcore yeah and yes it is the answer is yes um greg scott wants to know top three push a t songs we probably got a deep dive that one yeah that, i can't do that fast damn there's so many good ones and then we're, we're talking like clips or we're talking just push a t probably just push a t yeah probably just push a t but also is it a feature because the kendrick song is so good I, man that that is incredible like we've played it here on the podcast before, so maybe we're safe to play it, but maybe we're not. One of my favorite songs by Pusha T is uh, "Numbers on the Board." Numbers on the Board is, is, is that was the first song that I thought of, but just because it's it's one that I play all the time, it's always in the rotation. Put numbers on the board, but um, man, let's see if we can. You know what? It, do we owe it to Push? Because Arby's, we owe it to make, make, headphones, oh, on. headphones on on Skizzy the L Mars. train, Skizzy okay. Mars. So Arby's is his top three baguettes. Wait, what? Not to be confused. Push your T. Not Arby's. to be confused with baguette. Baguette, which is a long piece of bread. Yes. That looks kind of like a wiener. You got to cut it out. <laughs> Not sure why you're doing that. It, is it a French? Do you get, is that a French thing? Like French bread, a baguette? I think so. It's delicious. It sounds right. It sounds right, but you've, you've ruined it for me already. <sighs> so, this is Novocaine, though. Novocaine? That's a Frank Ocean song, my man. 
This is my favorite push song. So but even though it's only a verse, yeah, it's my favorite push song okay, because well, it because it's his joint featuring Kendrick. So this is my favorite uh, push song. I, I love numbers on the board. I mean, he he said, you know, I really thought that the album that uh, that Kanye produced was really really underrated. Daytona. I thought it was really underrated. I thought that was I thought that was awesome. Um, it was very very good. We we can go numbers on the board, you know, as we play them out. But numbers on the board is great too. How you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. Feel all right? Yes, sir. Sure do. I'm so bossy, bitch, get off me. It's a different jingle when you hear these car keys. It's a different jingle when you hear these car keys. I won't play too much. I want to step on any toes. He can't be bothered with paying homage to forefathers. Mm-mm. There nah. you go. Push. There it is. So we will be back soon. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for humoring us with your ears, lending us an ear. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sounds good. Popery. Back at it like a craft matter. Okay. There we go. Nice. Buckets talking about uh, wieners and uh, going to the bathroom. <laughs> Any life advice? Bathroom humor, they call that. Uh, life advice. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. I'm doing a lot of hydration. Boom. I'm trying to drink a gallon a day. I'm peeing a lot. Yeah. It's actually kind of uh, inconvenient how much I have to pee. I'm like working. I'm like, wow, I'm I'm about to pee my pants. I got to run to the bathroom and pee. So you've now successfully combined the wiener talk with bathroom talk. Now it's all, it's come full circle. There we go. There it is. That's the title track. Uh, What's the title track? I Pee A Lot (laughs) by Young Buckets Esquire. (laughs) No, no, no. That's that's the name of your first album. (laughs) Full circle, maybe. Episode 123 in the books. But a boom, boom, cha.